Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're talking NBA trade season. Oh. Or we're listening to Strick saying that works too. That's just as entertaining, if not more entertaining. It's so beautiful outside. Sounds like the birds chirping outside, you know. Sure does. Sure does. Um, Trade birds are chirping in the NBA. Yeah. Um, let's start with the newest rumors. Zach Levine. Oh, uh, the Bulls are said to be quietly gauging uh, interest in uh, the market value for Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Why would the Bulls trade him if not to start a rebuild? Is there any other reason? Well, Zach Levine has, um, they've given it a go, right? Um They've tried to figure out what this combination is going to be for them. He has a huge contract. Didn't get ball. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? Caruso, there's been injuries. When I thought they had some of their best opportunities, I thought it was when they were fully healthy. They could mm-hmm. have been a really dangerous team. Now, you're probably going to want to look for assets because – they're really going to end up being pretty much they I mean now they've got a, tra- a sample size DeMar DeRozan is not going to be able to do anything outside of just being who he is penetration mm-hmm. mid-range he's like Jimmy Butler with probably um just a little bit more pizzazz right mm-hmm. but Zach Levine is just very athletic can shoot um he does some good things guards a little bit I like him, but at the same time, is he going to be that? You know, is you know, like you're talking about the salaries that you're paying him. I mean, what you got four years remaining on a five-year, two hundred fifteen million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Do you? And I'm asking you, when you look at Zach Levine and you look at this Chicago Bulls team, do you think he's that takeover type of guy? I think that he- can lead you to the promised land. Well, I think Zach Levine has that talent. I don't know how much talent is there on the rest of the roster. I love DeMar, but he's getting up there, and I think his game is limited, you know, but given that he just sits in the mid-range. Nikola Vucevic is solid, but he doesn't move the needle for me. Caruso, if he's healthy, is a a good complement to Levine, but not a star. And then what else do they have? Ayodesunmu doesn't move the needle. Patrick Williams, whatever. Uh, as an earlier lottery pick for them. So 
I just don't think there's a lot there for the Bulls to be working with, and I think the so it's the Bulls organization and not necessarily the vein, right? I, I, I mean, think, I can yeah. I can I, I can't I can't fault you on that because if you just look at his numbers from December first, from December first. Um, Levine played in 60 games where he averaged 26 points per game, 62% true shooting percentage, um, while at the same time, um, on the other hand, like if you're going to do a comparison to like Bill, for example, Bill, who's making more money than him, uh, he played in 34 games, he averaged 24 points and a 58% true shooting percentage. So you're getting some comparable you know, style of play there. I just don't know. Like, I would like to see him either on another team because I just don't believe right now the Chicago Bulls organization is going to be able to get it right Mm -hmm. to put the right combination of players together because I believe with Levine, he needs a combination. I don't think Levine is that takeover type of guy who can literally just take you there. Mm -hmm. I think he can take you to the playoffs. But I don't think he can take you there. You know what I mean? And is just, that is that worth it to the Bulls to just fight for the play in or be yeah. the six seven? Is that worth is it? Is that worth it? Right? So so even when you look at the to me, like I said, Zach Levine is Jimmy is is similar not not style, because mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan is more, more close style. to style. Mm-hmm. But he's like Jimmy Butler to me, to where mm-hmm. he's good enough to be a lead guy. May kind of go into a shell at certain points, mm-hmm. but needs some complementary pieces that can raise the bar to allow him when he's needed to try, try to do something. Mm-hmm. I just his game is very two dimensional to me. It's very at the basket, athletic, or it's very shooting range. Mm-hmm. Much of the stuff in between, I don't, I don't see in him. Not a whole lot of distribution, even for a lead guard, and that's. Fine, but again, yeah. being focused on on buckets hasn't necessarily raised the Bulls to a standard of success. I mean, yeah. they've made the playoffs one year under Billy Donovan out of three chances. They've never bottomed out. I mean, they went thirty one and forty one under Billy Donovan the first year, forty six and thirty six to lose in the first round of the playoffs uh, two seasons ago, and then forty and forty two last year. I mean, not terrible, but mm-hmm. again, if you're going to be fighting for the play in. Is that worth it? If you think you can do more in a few years, you absolutely sell Zach Levine now for assets and try yeah. to start something. Four years? Four years at 215? Asset up. Mm-hmm. Asset up. If you're going to fall, you know, maybe look in the draft, get cheaper type of play. If if you're going to be that, you can build a team without having such a, a salary cap strap mm-hmm. that you're already there anyway. Exactly. I mean, that's the difference between Oklahoma City, where Billy Donovan used to coach, and Chicago. Oklahoma City is in that fight for the play-in range with young dudes. Chicago's there with old dudes. Exactly. And big money. And big money. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's the point I'm trying to make. Speaking of big money, the largest contract in the NBA right now belongs to Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. How did that happen? (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. Played 40 games two seasons ago, played 50 games last season. Uh, The Wizards reshuffle their front office, bring in some new voices. And uh, apparently if if the Wizards decide to rebuild, they'll trade Bradley Beal. Number one. Why wouldn't you rebuild? You're Period. you're where the bulls are, but even right. lower. Worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think a rebuild is the way to go. Even though it seems like the Wizards have been rebuilding for a while, um, they haven't ever you know struck 
pay dirt aside from a year or maybe two of the Wall Beal combination. But Bradley Beal's contract is, you know, supposed to be so prohibitive. But Bradley Beal's still a good player when he's on the floor, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, Bradley Beal's a bucket. I mean, he is. He's that. Um, he's shown he 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 can definitely play and be a complimentary, be a lead piece. Um, you know, he was at one point averaging upwards of thirty points a game. I mean, so he, he you you know his capabilities. I just don't know about his leadership. Mm. I know about his capabilities. I just don't know about his leadership. Does does that tell you he needs to be the second option somewhere, third option? So. That's where I would. That's where I would put it. You know, put him with somebody that has uh, lead option capabilities, and then let him then work off of that. What does that mean in terms of number of potential suitors? Boston would a team was a team I thought might be interested, but they already said they're extending Jalen Brown to not pursue Bradley Beal. And I don't know what kind of assets they could package together in a trade. But if Bradley Beal is going to go be a, a two somewhere, is he a good number two in Miami behind Jimmy? Um, does Washington trade him out west? What What do you think his market looks like? <sighs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Look at why you keep throwing that one at me, man. Trying to put me know. to fit these guys. No, I'm just asking for no, ideas. No, that's a great, that's a great one. I'm, I'm just like, dang, Austin throwing me <laughs> these because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to think about locations and good places and good fits. I personally don't think Miami's um, that fit for him because him and Jimmy would be. Mm. I mean, because you talked about the multiple levels of players, right? Mm-hmm. Where we thought Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and and Book, and Book would work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bill is to me very similar in that space with Butler, mm-hmm. so there would be a headbutt. Okay, not that they would headbutt, but yeah. it, it would be a headbutt. You're already kind of seeing partial troubles with Tyler Hero. Bill and Hero are similar, mm-hmm. where there's some budding already going on. So I don't know. Um, he's not going to want to go to like a bad team. No. So you're not going to. You definitely can't see him in Atlanta. You definitely can't see him. Um, I don't think I could see him in New Orleans because I think their styles and Ingram and them would actually be probably dropping blows. Yeah. Um, if you traded him for maybe. Like an R.J. Barrett and one other, maybe New York. Okay, I could see a New York fit. Um, what Brooklyn, if- no. Cleveland, no. Um, Detroit, no. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, does he fit with Markinen in Utah? See, but I just going, but you'd don't have to see be him the lead guy. And so I don't see him going to a, you know, at this juncture in his career. He's not going to probably want to go to a rebuild. 
you're not going to probably see him go back and try to go up and try to deal with because I think Dame is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't see him in Sacramento. I don't see him in definitely Phoenix. Don't see him in Clippers because Kawhi and unless one of them are gone, then maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I, I that was a tough one. I mean, it really is. Might be better to stay. If you're Golden State, do you trade Koi and Poole's contracts for Beals? Oh, now, now, now you might be talking about something. You know, does he fit with, you know, I think he could be the second guy ahead of Wiggins and Poole. I think you have to get rid of Poole if you get Beal. Of course, no question. Yeah, no question. I think, I, I think you're right on that. Play I off could of see Steph. It. I could see it. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that's a good move. I still think they need size. I still mm-hmm. think they need to move people to allow Kaminga to emerge. Sure. Also, mm-hmm. so yeah, they've still got some work to do, and and, and I could understand why uh, Bob Meyer left. <laughs> uh, headaches. Yeah. In the Bay. Um. Speaking of headaches, we'll wrap up this segment with this. John Morant. We still don't have any news on what his suspension's going to be. Uh, you put out a tweet asking people more than fifty mm-hmm. games or less than fifty games. Do you have those results with you? Um. They have been going. There's still some days left on it. It was pretty close last I checked. Yeah, they were, they were, they were. Um, you know, I think it was like fifty-one to forty-nine. Some. Let me pull it up and see here. What we got going? Because we know it's going to be more than eight games. <laughs> That's what he got last time, and clearly, just eight games didn't work. So right now, the poll is saying, Jaw, more than fifty-one uh, percent, more than fifty games, and. He's got 49% uh, less. So it's real close, a couple points off. That's like 100, I think 100 and some vo- 120 votes so far. Which side do you fall on? I, I still think it's going to be 50 or more. How much more? Are you thinking 50, 55, 60 to 70, or do they just slap uh, him with a full season? I, I think it's going to be – I wouldn't – let me just say I wouldn't be surprised if it's a full season, but I would I would say it's got to hurt. So, you know, more than half of the season. So I'm looking probably close to 60 more so for me. This brings up to me a question of are the Grizzlies in a spot with John ja Morant for a different reason that's similar to where New Orleans is with Zion? Yeah, I mean, one and two pick, same draft year, right? Yeah, ones that they're trying to make the face of the league, finding themselves in different types of situations, but yet in the spotlight for some reason. Because if Memphis can't trust John Morant, why would they keep him around? I get it. He's a good player when he's on the court, Mm -hmm. but you've noted multiple times that Memphis's you know plus minus with and without Jaw is solid enough. Yeah, they've been fine without him, so. I think it, they're in a similar situation to where if they can't trust Ja, I, I think it, it would be doing right by the player to try to get him, you know, in a better situation for him as a person. Not that, you know, the team is under any obligation to do that, but it would just be, you know, a good thing to do. But again, at the same time, if you're if you can't trust him, why wouldn't you try to sell? You know, I get it, his value's probably lower now than it would have been, but if you can get anything for him, that's better than having to deal with the headache, wouldn't it be? Yeah, I think that's an, that's something to consider. It's definitely going to be a headache. Um, but you still want to be able to hopefully love him back onto it because he is a, a big piece. I, I just say that watch out for him because 
off the court stuff is 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 very you know a lot of stuff is happening out in Memphis, man. Yeah. Just just you know when you're playing those type of games, man, you you just got to be real careful. You know, um, guys like great mainstays in the community, uh, young Dolph, um, you know, ends up losing his life there, and um, then um, Lorenzen Wright, mm-hmm. who uh, who was my draft class. Um, it was a little different situation. It was his wife and. But my gosh, I mean, it's just you gotta be careful because there's just so many things that can happen, and, and and it might be a new location for him would be better than 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 to stay. I it's possible. I just don't know. That's where I think Jaws agent has to step in and say, "Hey, my guy's looking for a new home because it's better for him." What would you give up for a talent that we promised would be dependable in a better situation? And this is my last thing for you then before we go to break here, Strick. The NBA in Memphis, the Grizzlies, they can't pick John Morant's friends for him. What can they do over his suspension to try to lead him in the right direction? Um, just you can only sit down with them, have heart to heart. I mean, they're grown men. Mm-hmm. So um, I think you've, you've got to try to work through the, fa- the family, through the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, help them to maybe do some symposiums to go and really have the parents to really sit down and get an understanding about you know, people who are around, how to mitigate that, how to separate himself from that. It's not easy once you've already been engaged to to separate from those who you've grew up with and loved and and and, and loved. I just think LeBron. That's one thing that I'll I'll tribute has done a wonderful job of making sure he surrounded himself with the right type of because you just don't you don't hear. You just his guys are working with him and for him and building other parts and branches. And I've always said, you got you're only as good as your circle. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always would tell you know guys, young guys, I say, hey, listen, have multiple attorneys so that there could be checks and balances on each of those those attorneys. So like, mm-hmm. if somebody runs something by you, you can run it to the other one and just make sure they stay on point. Then you have you don't just have an agent. You have multiple marketing guys. If you can keep that internal and let your guys do it for you, you keep the money in house. You know, so there's 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 all kinds of different people that I would surround myself around and make sure that you just can't fall victim into some of the the traps and snares that are out there. He's nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickle and dropping the knowledge. I'm Moss Norman. You're listening to On the Block here on 93.7. The ticket will wrap up our show for this Thursday next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.